2: Hello everyone and welcome back to our Rehab up of F Boy Island. Uh, today we will be talking about the final batch of episodes, episode seven through ten. I'm Kirsten McKinnis, joined as always by the amazing Jenny Autumn. Jenny,
0: how are you? Kirsten, I'm so excited about this. I'm I'm firstly going to apologize. Uh, to anyone who has been waiting for this, because these episodes have been out for a little bit. Um, but I've been busy, I had a little surgery, I had some family stuff, and so it put off the recording of this. But oh my goodness, um, these last four episodes were incredible. The The way that the show got wrapped up was just so wonderful. And truly one of my favorite reality show experiences in a long time. Um, so I'm really glad that we finally were able to find a time to discuss it. Because what a ride. Yes, me too. But I'm not allowing
2: Jenny to just take the blame for the delay. Because I had stuff going on too. It's not just Jenny. Kirsten the two is of us busy. Together yes. had some scheduling difficulties. Yes. And that's the beauty of these shows on streaming services. You can come back to them when you have time for them. And that's what mm-hmm. we're here to do. We're going to wrap all up in a neat little bow. I watched the last four episodes yesterday and uh, what an experience. I love this show. Is it my favorite show of
0: all time? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. It, it could be. Also, to to the people that have said that, like, so I can't remember where you posted this, where people are like, Kristen doesn't like any of the shows that she covers. Well... You're clearly not listening to the FBoy Island well, coverage hey, because this show is incredible and Kristen loves it. But that so. was
2: also just the wildest take ever because it was commented on a Big Brother podcast where I was talking about how much I love the season of Big Brother. I know. So I don't even know, like, did they get a different cut of the podcast? <laughs> like, I don't understand because I've seen that criticism a couple of times and I'm like, listen. If you want to say, oh, Kirsten was very negative about Love Island USA season three, go ahead, say it. That was an empirically bad season of reality yes. TV. But guess I didn't what? Finish it. <laughs> I showed up. I watched every episode. I podcasted yes. with brian scally who thank god for him because i like literally lost the ability to take notes for that show like <laughs> i would sit there i'd have my like google doc open and then at the end of the episode i'd look and be like oh kirsten you wrote two sentences like i just like could not bring myself to care
0: not the case with f boy island not the yeah. case with big brother 23 like, I'm wondering if that if the person that comments that is just like a Love Island stan and is just like zeroes in on every single time that you mention Love Island season three. And it's just like, Kristen doesn't like anything, but it doesn't matter. It, they're, they're clearly not listening to this podcast. Yes. And if they aren't, what is wrong yeah, with you? They've
2: got problems. And also, I don't have to like everything. Like, yeah, that would be boring. It would be weird if I was like, "Oh, I'll just take any old crap and I'll love it." No, I have stand. Yeah. Sorry, I have high standards. <laughs> I have high standards for my trash television yeah, show. Thank you very much. I have high standards for hot dummies on islands, okay? Exactly. That's my cross to bear. <laughs>
0: yeah. And I I was just discussing this with Phil and you know, this this show is just superior in my uh, opinion and and here's the thing like I'm not I'm not gonna shit on the Bachelor fan- franchise too much because it is you know it's got a long history it's very important and also pioneer in the yes, hot dummies department and I support Haley and Amy and so like as long as as long as it's on and doing its thing I will support them and you know even if I don't agree with the show itself. Um, but this show is just like, it took the formula and is just like so much better. And like, <laughs> it, like it takes the, it takes the bachelor in paradise type thing um, with the like silliness and the B roll stuff. And just does even does that part better has an incredible host who's naturally funny and isn't just, you know, hosting and making the odd, awkward joke. Like it's mm-hmm. effort Nikki was perfect. Beginning. Well to Nikki end. cared. Nikki was clearly
2: like committed to the show as well.
0: Yeah. Um and I think that um like the the Bachelor um Like, the structure of The Bachelor and its, uh, like, parallels to F.Y. Island makes sense because I'm pretty sure one of the EPs is, uh, it's it's Elon Gale, I think. Um, And he was, he was um, an an executive producer on The Bachelor for, like, years and years and years. Um, So... He, he, you know, he took his talents to FYI and he took his talents to HBO Max. Um, so it makes sense why it kind of follows that sort of formula, but it's just so much better. It's unfiltered. Um Even though it's like there's a lot of repetition and parts, I'll, I will say parts of the last four episodes, well, I would say maybe episode seven and eight. Um, There were parts that dragged a little bit and that seemed a little bit repetitive in terms of like some of the relationships. Um mm-hmm. I still felt like we were getting like real conversations or as real of conversation. You can get in like a, you know, a television format where, you know, there's cameras in front of them and they're having these conversations. Um Whereas like, I feel like on like, The Bachelor franchise shows like you're just getting a lot of the same like, I feel like I could really see myself with you like over and over again. And you're not really getting the same sort of like, I don't know, like tough conversations or like arguments that we got to see in this show. I just felt like it was just it was better produced, but also felt less produced in a way.
2: Yeah, I think a a big part of that is that obviously like The Bachelor type shows, even like U.S. Love Island, they're on prime time, uh, yeah. on, like, main like basic cable networks that people could conceivably be sitting down with their families to watch, question Which, mark? Like, I don't recommend I don't it, it but, like, they could, be. They could um, be. Whereas this, you know, it's on HBO Max, they get to be a little bit more, like, unfiltered, they get and to I be a little it.
0: raunchier, like, they can really joke around. Uh, yeah, we can come, come on the face uh, comment in the first first episode of this I show. About that. I, I blocked well, okay. that out for my so own well I, I was just reminded of, uh, about it because Phil actually just started watching the premiere tonight because he had to start... He's been talking about starting the show and he heard and saw me react to this finale and I have never shouted and screamed and you know emoted as much at a finale of a show than i did this one i swear so i think that that was like the that was the deal maker for him to be like i need to actually start watching this immediately so um
2: finally philip finally yeah Um, (laughs) the other thing too uh is that I think what's nice about this show is that we had the three women leads. They did not rotate out. They were the main people. I liked Mm -hmm. that there was three of them. They got to, like, become friends and, like, look out for each other. Uh, And then, it it, like, that's what I really liked. Like, I feel like a lot of the other shows it'll be, like, men and women rotate in and out. And then... Mm -hmm. Uh, your main cast can just be totally different by the end I liked the stability of the cast uh, for the most I part do too. yeah
0: and also it's like it's going to give you the like the best chance for like a legitimate storyline with people mm-hmm. um, where you're giving people enough time to actually get to know each other um, because uh, like i you know, in some of these other shows where they're being rotated out so much, it's like, you're just getting a lot of like really quick um, experiences. And I, I loved the storylines of like the girls together. I loved the bro. I am a sucker for a bromance. I think this is probably one of my toxic traits.
2: I love a bromance. But, but I cannot read for Garrett and Casey's bromance. Like there is just like a critical mass of toxicity that
0: they've reached that I just am like, mm, better not. Yeah, it, that that is like toxic uh, bromance. But it is one of the things that I usually love. Like it's one of the things I usually like on like when there's like a bachelorette season. Like I really love when like the guys bro down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, but uh, there's, like, some really good guys on this cast that I really enjoyed. Like, we'll get to it, but... The mansplaining was the most iconic. It was beautiful. We'll get, okay, may, uh, maybe we should work through these first episodes should. so we
2: can get to what we actually want to talk about. Stuff. Yeah. So um, the, the first episode in this batch was called Chasing CJ. And it starts out, we see the nice guys are at the nice guy grotto doing a massage train. While the F boys are all working out with their like fake exercise equipment. And someone goes, where is Casey. And we see that he is, quote, unquote, hitchhiking to find CJ. He gets on the back of a stranger's motorcycle. Like, you know that they just paid that guy like a hundred bucks. And we're like, you just take this guy up the road like for five seconds so we can get a shot.
0: Um, that that person probably is on the crew.
2: <laughs> it could be. Yeah, they could be. crew. If they're not crew, then it's just like a stranger that they're like, we will give you like 50 bucks.
0: Well, Casey's like, oh, you have a helmet? He's like, yeah, of course I got an extra helmet. Like,
2: Well, yeah, he's like a good Samaritan ready to <laughs> pick up a hitchhiker. First of all, I would just like to, you know, tell them never hitchhike, okay? And also, yeah. motorcycles. They're really scary and dangerous. I know.
0: I get so nervous when I'm in a car near a motorcycle. Like, yeah. it's... We were behind one for like a while when we were driving to visit my parents a couple weekends ago, and I, until we were no longer behind them, I could not like my body could not like
2: decomp- relax.
0: Yeah, yeah we um, we went
2: up Island a couple of weeks ago as well, and on the way back we ended up. Um, behind a motorcycle but the motorcycle was like trying to make a move and like weaving through traffic oh, and I was like I we are in bumper to bumper traffic where do you think you're going to yeah. go like just go on the line and drive straight if this is what you're going to do because like what are you thinking like
0: oh, that's I thought that he
2: was going to die that day but thankfully he did not At least I, that truly I, don't,
0: I don't think that uh, this was a legitimate person on on a motorcycle that was just going about their day I I think this is one of the, the the parts of the show that was probably fabricated. It's it's fine because it, made, it was
2: hilarious. It yeah, was great it was television. Fun. They really made it seem like Casey was, like, breaking out of Limbro and, like, went through miles and miles to find her. You know that there, it was probably, like, a five-minute walk from Limbro to where the girls are staying in total. Yeah. Um, but he goes to the house of the girls, and he is like, I've been in Limbro. It's F-boy, like boot camp or recovery or whatever he says and he's like cj all i think about is you like the past doesn't matter like i like you so much um and he says he's still an f-boy but only the good parts of it and she like grabs him and kisses him when he says this as if that's some sort of revelation
0: because that's the that's the insinuation is like the I'm the good part of F boy AKA I'm good in bed. Like that's always what they're insinuating. And like I just
2: would like to challenge that premise. I don't yeah. think that's necessarily true.
0: I can tell you for a fact <laughs> that it is not. Like sure sometimes yeah being like here it's not it's not a one-to-one like thing it's like it's not like because you are an f-boy you are also like guaranteed to be good in bed and it's not to say that you have to be an f-boy if you are good in bed well i think the thing
2: too that is like the big like logical fallacy with this concept that an f-boy would be so good in bed is that we get the impression, at least from F-Boy Island. I'm not- I'm not gonna speak for the real world because I'm- I'm trying to avoid F-Boys in my real life, okay? Um, sometimes failing, but you know what? I do the best that I can do. Listen. So- We've all been there. What we're hearing about the f boys on this show is that it's all about numbers. There's so many girls in their DMs. They have so many options. They've got a roster. That's they're not having consistent. Like, how are you growing? How are you learning people's bodies? If you're like, they have a playbook. They have I do one through seven, and I maybe switch the order of what these moves are, and that's what I'm doing for everyone. Which is Mm -hmm. not how you be a good sexual partner to somebody.
0: Yeah, and I think that it's like. That like one one night stands, let's say, are not necessarily going to be like the best sexual experience for that reason that you just said, where it's like a lot of times you get better by learning about the person you're having sex with (laughs) you have to let
2: them like you have to learn from each other you have to guide each other you have to be like really like i feel like most one night stands you're not like that comfortable with someone to be like oh no do it like this instead you know yeah like i feel and i feel like any one of these f boys on this show if any woman was like hey i actually like this better they would be like well, well,
0: F you, you, you dumb yeah. bitch. Like, you, you're yeah. not even hot. So, and then they get go on to the next one because they've got so many women in those DMs. So. <sighs> These men. But- i i'm i'm jumping ahead but in this episode casey says that he has boyfriend dick yes he does
2: say that and so um so i'm like what is it like so well here's here's what how casey defines boyfriend have you heard the term boyfriend dick before I, I have had, not
0: i had heard it yeah yeah I had
2: now he it. defines it as like it's not the biggest dick in town like a, but you could ride it every
0: day he says yeah so basically he's he's trying to he's trying to say that it's like it's consistent it's, man, it's, like, it's, a, manageable
2: it's a manageable package <laughs> it's not intimidating yeah i mean <laughs> I feel like rob's gonna fire us. <laughs> he's gonna be like no more hot like I'm gonna get sent to rehab he's like no more hot dummies for you yeah you you need a break
0: you're (laughs) you're talking about boyfriend dick like what is this like
2: last time we recorded alone I sent you a dick
0: pic live on the podcast like we've this is we've strayed so far from God's path like if there is an f-boy island season two I'm sorry (laughs) no he can never Listen, if there is an Boy Island season 2, I will I'm there I will, with I will lay it all on the line to be able to cover it because there's no way I'm obsessed with this show. Here's the thing. Originally, I don't
2: think there were any plans for there to be any Boy Island coverage. I got so many tweets that I finally just messaged Scott St. Pierre and I was like, "I think we need to do something for this yeah. show because I like these listeners will never let me know peace." And he was like, uh, and so I thought, okay, maybe we'll cover the premiere and that's it. And then Scott was like, okay, how about first and last? And then I was like, oh, it's actually only three batches. Like, can we just do do all three batches? And he was like, sure. And now that we've done it, I feel like for season two, we are going to be inundated with people being like, what's happening for F Boy Island season two? So, like, now we're locked and loaded, baby. Like, yeah. This and that's There's, my move. This is how I get podcasts. I talk about the the shit nobody else wants to talk about. Well, I mean, I did want to. <laughs> like, well, uh, and, and that's why we make such a good pair in life yeah. and in
0: podcasts. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, as soon as like as soon as I learned the concept of the show and the fact that it was going to be hosted by Nikki Nikki Glaser, I was I was in. I was like, I don't care if no one listens to it. I'm going to I'm going to cover it. I will you know yell off my balcony to whoever listens um so the fact that they're apparently casting for season two is excellent news yes i
2: saw an ad for uh season two casting like a couple weeks ago
0: um so it'll be interesting i mean We'll we'll get to how it ends, but we'll have to talk about what this could look like yes. if they do this again. But exactly. But we'll get we'll get there anyway. So back to
2: Casey's boyfriend, Dick, I guess. <laughs> um, Casey also just wait. CJ says that she has missed Casey so much and wishes that she had treasured
0: him more. I mean, here's the thing is like. She didn't mean to send him home like that, like Casey's elimination, as we discussed, was kind of an accident. She was trying to basically give him a warning slap on the wrist, and she you know the the script got flipped on her, and he he went um you know. And I, I think that this is like, you know, part of the issue between the two of them is that like, you know, she every time that Casey does something that kind of upsets her, she kind of feels like she is it's within her right to punish him. And um so, you know, I, like I can understand why she she feels bad. And also just like the the time away. We see this a lot with CJ. Is that like, well, and not just CJ, um, that she, she forgets like. She, she forgets about being mad at the person. So it's like, mm-hmm. however long Casey was at Limbro was like enough time for her to be like, to totally forget about the arguments they had and like how she felt disrespected by him. um, And only like, she only remembers the fact that, uh, you know, she didn't actually mean to send him home. So i just i I wasn't shocked by this (laughs) she didn't
2: not treasure him like she just literally called him on being a dick uh so i don't i don't love this rewrite but he also gets reunited with his number one bro garrett and uh anyways moving on disgusting (laughs) uh
0: (laughs) hashtag not my bromance
2: yes exactly Uh, we also get uh, Professor Glazer hosts a little women's studies class for the uh, yes. F boys. Loved that. That was uh, great. She says, if you were a woman, how would your life be different? And someone says, I'd make less money. She's like, and yes, she's like, good.
0: Yeah. Very, very she true. She asks
2: if they could name five female. Well, first she goes, name five athletes. like, And then she goes, okay, now name five female athletes. And nobody can. Um, I don't think I could name five athletes Period. Like not referring to gender.
0: Um. Well, the, and that was like the fun trick too. Is like it's like oh, someone's going to like raise their hand and and go right for this, and but then they're gonna get stuck having to answer the five female athletes. But like, how do you not see this coming? It's like, why are you getting asked this? Yeah, in um, women's studies. Come on. Yeah. I do think that I could do. I definitely could. Um, do five athletes. Period. Um, and I think I could do five women athletes well you're also a sports girl yeah but i'm not but again i'm not like i don't follow any i i'm i'm a bad feminist i don't follow women's sports i don't because i don't follow tennis Mm -hmm. and a lot of a lot of like the women like the women athletes that i think of when i think of women athletes are tennis players and i don't follow tennis um
2: I'm shocked by that. Colin Latchford must be appalled. No, he's
0: he'll be fine. (laughs) He does listen to this podcast, though. Um, Uh, Hi, Colin. He had had like he sent me like a drunken rambling uh, rant about. um, Sorry, I'm calling him out right now um, about he basically he basically said that Garrett definitely um, has a lot of Bitcoin. Okay, he, I I I could I would have to go back in
2: the text. To I, d- find his I gotta tell you, I don't give a single care about Garrett's
0: bitcoins. Oh, and he also had like a big long explanation why like crypto isn't great for the envi- environment, but it's not as bad. And I again can't remember why he oh said. Oh my god, I was not so. coming directly for you, Colin. When I talked <laughs> about the crypto,
2: I'm sure you're doing was- very well. You can buy me a drink when we hang out in Vancouver. There you go. Because <laughs> I'm going to be going to Vancouver within the next couple of weeks because Lindsay Wilson is going to be there soon. Okay. Hey, well, use that crypto money. I'll I'll Bye. I'll message him. I'll be like, there you go. show me.
0: Show me the town. Let's go. Um um, I will just say I I I don't trust blonde men, but I, I also don't trust him. blonde men. Colin is like like and throughout this whole this whole show I'm like Garrett is the worst Garrett is the well, reality TV person I hate the most mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure but yeah. Colin you you get a pass <laughs> to be as a fair, blonde man in my opinion there's no such thing as
2: a blonde man they're all boys <laughs> sorry <laughs> Colin
0: <laughs> You might have just lost that free crypto drink. Hey, uh, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, I can just hear him go, how dare you?
2: It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Um, anyways, okay. So they all of the girls choose two of their like top three slash four if you're Nakia, um, to go on a throuple date. Uh, how yeah, did you feel the about two these on two on ones? I like that they called them thruple dates. Um,
0: I I I don't know. It's just like I feel like at this point the the drama. I mean, like the drama feels a little man, manufactured at this point. Um, but I did like I did enjoy. Um, seeing the men uncomfortable.
2: <laughs> I loved, I loved Nakia taking OG Jared and Fernando, um, to give her a massage, and they like awkwardly have to like switch places.
0: And Fernando's like, "Yeah, like see what these hands can do." Like. Well, he's a legitimate chiropractor, so it's like, it's like, of course he's going to be better. And like at one point, I wouldn't like, give anything to like. <laughs> end up with like a chiropractor or massage there oh for sure like um but yeah he was like using his elbow she's like what are you doing and like when they were both on her at one point i was like this is this is entirely too this much. Is so weird <laughs> um i feel like i i just like again will always put myself in the position of the women because one what a dream to be able to uh have multiple men buying for you mm-hmm. um and also I think about what I would do in these situations. I actually, Um, I I don't
2: think I want multiple men vying for me because I don't think I would know what to do. If any men were vying for me, like I would just be so uh, awkward and uncomfortable. Like I'd be like,
0: hi, how's it going? I I actually think that. So, so I think, I think about like okay I'm very indecisive so like would I be um, like you know really torn between like multiple people but I also know that I definitely get blinders so I feel like you know like how CJ was with Casey at the beginning where it was like okay it's clearly like you know it's Casey's game to lose like she's not even really paying any attention to anyone else like I do kind of think that I would probably be like that but I just think about how uncomfortable these dates would make me too because it's like I don't know I just feel like the I think two on one would have been better earlier in the season not when you're down to like their final people because it's like there's not gonna be any room for like conversation there's not gonna be any room for any sort of like connection it's just more so just awkward for everyone involved um and to like give them you know some like sound bites and confessionals about like how they're better than the other person. Like, I don't feel like for the purpose of, you know, the women finding, you know, getting any, intel from these dates like it wasn't providing anything there because that's why like i think earlier on sarah's
2: date was such a nothing like i think they spent two total minutes on it because she just got them to like paint their future it was so stupid it was so dumb um cj's date was like kind of fun because they made their own pizzas but like it also was not that incredible i don't know yeah i like I don't know. I liked the elimination that were like, they obviously hadn't been planning to do another elimination before like getting down to final two, but they were like, well, uh, Casey came back. So now someone like it's, it's a one for one exchange. And yeah. Nikki is like, well, I have an extra person. So obviously I'll bite the bullet
0: and I'll send someone home. But it's still like a cliffhanger. end too. like, I, again, Part One issue I have with the show is just like the the um the rate of which people are eliminated is just like very, like, confusing. It happens so fast and furious at the start. yeah, we lost so many people at the beginning. And then we have an episode where one person goes, and it's only because Casey came back, like. Yeah. What is happening
2: but here? I also like I don't mind them paring it down relatively quickly because then we get to know like the yes. final people a little bit better. Not all of them, because Greg leaves here and I feel like we didn't know Greg at all. I well
0: I, I said that Greg was one of my favorites. <laughs> but probably just aesthetically, because again, well, I don't yeah, really know too much about him. Very hot. Yeah, he was he was one of my favorites. Um one thing I noticed from watching half of the premiere again today, because Phil was watching it, um, was there there were clips in like the first 10 minutes of the show of like people who weren't even on the show yet. And I didn't even what? think because when there's because they showed a new Jared like they a, a bunch of times in the premiere and he like wasn't even on the show yet. But because there were so, men, so many men at like that point, like mm-hmm. how would you even know? Well, yeah, I, I still don't know, like, a majority
2: of the men. Yeah, so I guess that's plan, fair enough like,
0: <laughs> that we both missed that. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, like, I, I think that it was only fair for, like, Nikia to be like, okay, well, I have four. Mm-hmm. Like, probably I should, you know, get rid of one of them.
2: Well, because before, she only got an extra one because CJ didn't want anybody else. So, like, it makes sense that now that CJ has a third, Nikia has to lose her fourth.
0: Exactly. And I mean, I, I liked Greg. Um, what little I knew. <laughs> but I really just feel like the elimination of Greg was mostly just like, okay, uh, Nakia has a stronger, like her her top two are um, OG Jared and Colin at this point. Mm-hmm. And she needs to keep a nice guy around because she hasn't decided like whether there's something strategic here. So like it was just kind of a default thing because I actually think that she had more of a connection with Greg than uh fernando she never kissed fernando once ever one time like fernando for fernando to be like
2: oh i think things are really going no sir she has not kissed you one time I like it's i just tragic. felt bad for, for him because i'm like okay well you do seem like a genuinely sweet guy but like yeah
0: read the writing what on the are the you wall. yeah yeah what are you expecting here um i mean really just hoping for og jared to like dig his own grave there but anyway uh but yeah i just kind of thought that like. If Greg was a nice guy, absolutely, he would have been kept there. Um, it was it was really just came down to like, well, oh, I got to I got to hold on to one of these nice guys because I haven't figured out what the strategy is at the end game here.
2: Well, yeah, because no one explained to them how any of it worked, which yes. is hilarious. It um, is. It
0: is good. Yeah.
2: Um, so, OK, so then in the next episode is where at the end of this episode, each girl will pick their top two and we'll be left with the six finalists. And uh, we find out that Garrett's concern about Sarah is that she can't handle the physical side of things with him. Uh, What a dick. Like, I hate him so much. The way that he talks to Sarah makes me so uncomfortable. And then when they have this conversation and they start making out, he, like, grabs her throat in a very aggro way.
1: Yeah. Like, it's not in a,
2: like oh, I'm, like, grabbing. Like, she he, like, grabs, like, the front of her throat in, like, a very aggressive way for a makeout when you're not, like,
0: together. He He's very, like, he screams to me, like, this guy that's, like, oh, I'm into kinky stuff. And he's, mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm into choking and actually has, like, no idea how to, like, you know, like, properly or safely, like, Sexually choke and is like just going to harm somebody by
2: like he's. I feel like he's the kind of guy who says, "Oh, I'm into kink. Oh, I'm into choking," but actually, he just likes violence against women. Like. He is definitely uh, toxic. I hate him um, so much. Like, and this he, is the point where, like, there's, like, a graph of, like, toxicity. And, like, at the like, part of the graph where it's, like, okay, this is Kirsten's type. They are toxic. They are tall. They are horrible. Garrett is so far past that point that yeah. even I can see how bad he is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and being blonde doesn't help. Uh, it <laughs> certainly does not help. No. But, um... I really, this is another thing that keeps coming up with Garrett and Sarah that drives me absolutely insane. It's like he's he's constantly talking about like her being adventurous and like like I don't know. It's just like he's so fixated on like oh she jumped into the water first. It's like that's what's impressive to you like because i think though what works for garrett
2: and for guys like garrett is that he makes everything a challenge like oh i bet you wouldn't jump in i bet you wouldn't do this adventurous thing i bet you wouldn't do this and then it makes whoever the woman is feel like oh well i'm gonna prove it to you that i'm adventurous and that i do this kind of thing and i think it probably also like blurs the line when he's like trying to get physical with someone because it's like he's already created this imbalance of power where he doesn't believe that the person is quote unquote good enough and so they feel like they have to prove themselves
0: like it's he's he's, like like, nagging so that like yeah and you even see this like in and I can't remember when this even happened in these four episodes too many they should have done two different drops is another thing but anyway um he where they're talking about like you know, like being physical, like he's constantly trying to be like, Oh, I just don't know if you can like handle me. And it's just like,
2: Karen, that is we like know, know you're manipulative. Not packing.
0: Stop yeah, but well, it. it's, it's just. Like, like you were just saying, it's just like, it's his way of being like, now you have to prove yourself to me. Like, because like, I'm like, I'm in control of this now because I'm basically saying like, you know, I I doubt that you're good enough. And now you have to like prove that you're good enough. And that's such bullshit.
2: Yeah, it's definitely how he acts. And let me tell you, Garrett doesn't even have boyfriend dick. Okay, <laughs> I I can tell you with complete certainty based on his attitude that he Yeah, is not he packing. wishes. He
0: he he should aspire to boyfriend Dick.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> like there's I'll also mention.
2: a point where Casey calls himself, he says, and these are quotes, he says, I'm daddy, I'm king. Oh I wrote that down, too, because I was so uncomfy. And I love, obviously, everyone was so uncomfortable because new Jared swoops in and literally picks CJ up, saving her from the conversation. And CJ's like, oh, he's always doing these big macho displays, but they're so hot how strong he is. I can't let him stop picking me up.
0: Yes, this is this is textbook CJ, though, because like she even says that when when Casey comes back, she's like he did something bad to see me. I love that. Like she definitely, you know, while she does not like to be called toxic, she definitely loves like a little, uh, you know, taste of toxicity in her men. Mm -hmm. And so she's like recognizing like she can see the traits in men that she doesn't actually like but there's like some sort of weird like sexual attraction to these toxic traits it's like oh no this is why you're here
2: <laughs> honestly a queen she's a yeah. queen it's fine um what else oh uh Garrett and Casey agree that they're gonna be roommates after the show is over which like god for anyway but like they shouldn't be allowed within a hundred feet of women truly um
0: I I did follow both of them um, on Instagram, um, and they they I don't know if they're living together. I didn't spend enough time on it, but they have been together. I see that you follow Casey. Yeah. I I it won't last long. Trust me. <laughs> um, but it was it was so that I could if I needed to pull it up while we were uh, on the podcast that I could easily find.
2: Oh, wait a second. They did one of those like TikToks where it's like, oh, do yes. you like this, well, this or, or this? that? Yeah. And interesting how uh, Casey said he likes blondes and Garrett said he likes brunettes.
0: Well, another thing I was reminded of um, while watching part of the premiere is that Garrett actually was interested in CJ first, and well, yeah, he like whispered in her ear at the beginning, and it was weird. no, that was other Garrett. There were two
2: Garretts. Yeah, oh, there right. The, the firefighter yeah, the old, guy the older one. Washington that was weird. Whatever. Yeah. He was into,
0: that was into Nikita. That Nakia. man was 50 years old. <laughs> like, why was he on this show? I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh so Garrett was actually interested in CJ first. He was like calling her like a sex goddess and he like went up to her first and she didn't really like give him much. So then he he you know, the game player he is, swerves over and says like, "Oh, let me let me tr- like try to shoot my shot with Sarah." So and also because him and K- Casey have this conversation where Casey's kind of like, "Oh, I'm feeling her too." Like Like, let's see who gets to her first. So it's pretty much that. Like, Garrett was like, "Okay, I'm gonna let CJ have her. I'm gonna go for for Sarah." So it does make sense that his type is actually brunettes because he was more attracted to um, CJ first. So they both
2: suck and they don't deserve um, anything good to happen
0: in their (laughs) lives.
2: I hate them so much. I will say Garrett is worse than CJ
0: or uh, Casey.
2: Yeah, 100%. Garrett but, is yeah. the worst man I know. <laughs> yeah.
0: But they do deserve <laughs> each other. <laughs> like,
2: yes, yeah, big time. Um, I This is where we also get, like, back-to-back scenes that are very weird. Where Welcome, who, oh, by the way about Welcome, I didn't <laughs> notice this until this episode, but you know how he wears his one dangly earring on the left yes. side? Mm -hmm. Next to his dangly earring down the side of his neck, he has a tattoo that says boy toy.
0: Yeah, yeah, you mentioned that to me and I I didn't notice it. Um I never noticed it until the, this episode. Well, again, I was looking for it cuz you mentioned it to me and then I was looking for it um during the mansplain episode and I could just see that there was lettering but I couldn't make out exactly what it said. Yeah, there was one scene and I, I either episode
2: 7 or 8 where you could make out what it said and I just Uh, hope that the tattoo removal doesn't hurt too much on your neck. Or I guess it would be easy to cover up. It's pretty fine line work, but yeah,
0: you could put something else over that. Not,
2: not good stuff. He's gonna have a very sizable neck tattoo when that's all said and done.
0: Just put Um, like a nice rose over that or something.
2: But, (laughs) but welcome. Uh, you know, does that thing where you know when you're vulnerable, you have to reveal something about yourself. But his reveal is that he's been in open relationships before. Yeah, uh, which is like there's absolutely nothing wrong with an open relationship like as long as there's communication and everyone's consenting you're like sure do what yes, you gotta course. do like monogamy's not the only option for you but of course sarah acts like it's the weirdest thing in the world uh yeah she also doesn't like, like him like it's very obvious like exactly like he is, she's not moving forward yeah
0: she she's you know like she's just surprised that he's not a nice guy and now she's like oh like oh you may be toxic okay I'm like a little bit more intrigued now (laughs) um but she's been friend zoning him the entire time and um I mean fair enough though like if if she can't ever see herself if she doesn't believe in open relationships and from the perspective that she doesn't think that she could function in one mm-hmm. that is totally within her right. And that's fine. And if that's like a reason that she thinks that they're they'll probably never be compatible, that's okay. Yeah. But like, you could just
2: say that. <laughs> yeah, you could just say, oh, that's not for me. You don't have to act yeah. like it's like the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Um, exactly. But then it's followed up with Colin actually being vulnerable and doing his last-ditch effort to save himself um, by talking about how he was raised by his grandma and didn't know his mom for a really long time and talking about his abandonment issues. When he uh, did his first heartbreak that he experienced
0: with his mom, his mom. I was like, oh, my God. It
2: hurt. It, it yeah. was visceral. Um, yeah. I wonder if he had told that story earlier of things that have turned out differently for him because i feel like the first part of the season was very much about colin and nikia and it seemed yeah. like they had really good chemistry and it just like disappeared Went away. That,
0: that was and again it had been a while since i had watched like the first uh six episodes so i was like having a hard time remembering like the order of events but i was like when did OG Jared kind of like rise to the top and Colin kind of fell behind because it just it's it clearly because even in this episode, we see like Nakia um, kind of, you know, not not fully being in on um, Jared anymore. And then she's like kind of being like, okay, I need to like put some more like attention into my feelings with Colin and like have that weird um, scene where they're like up on the balcony and it's like very Mm -hmm. clear that like they're laughing because Colin has an erection but anyway um so it's like seems like okay this is heating back up and then um you know we have like Colin actually doing the things that she's been wanting from Jared as well in that like opening up like learning more about each other Mm. and like he becomes vulnerable and shares the story and it's like she she's like oh I like see a maturity in him but like I'm not sure if it's too late and it's like what are you talking about like yeah like when when did this happen what's the situation I don't understand I this is why I needed Um, like a a reunion or a tell-all because there are questions that I
2: still have that are not answered so we go into the elimination each woman needs to eliminate one person and so we get Colin welcome and Sean eliminated leaving each woman with one F boy and one nice guy it couldn't have worked out more perfectly Uh, yeah
0: exactly and like that I really don't think that you know Colin gets eliminated over Fernando if it weren't for the fact that it's like oh well we definitely need to have one F boy and one nice guy left in the mix especially without them knowing like how it was going to work that it's just frustrating because it's like i think that she I literally had a connection with colin i was like what happened here yeah
2: it's very bizarre but don't worry and, oh, also all the guys said that
0: or, or sorry it was greg when greg yeah. was leaving he said oh the guy that i think that is the best for Nakia is colin mm-hmm. and nikia said uh greg my friend who i've you know trusted your opinion this entire time uh, fuck you and your opinions. Well, and, you just let them go. The other thing too to consider
2: is that the la- entire last batch of episodes was basically about the arguments between new Jared and OG Jared, and it made it seem like neither of them had a shot, and then they both ended up winning. Uh, I know. So like, it's just very weird. Yeah, the show is, awesome. is not like bothered by just throwing anybody under the bus. Obviously, with the edit, which is good, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, um, okay. So then the alarm goes off, and it is time for the mansplain, which is one of my. I don't normally like to speak positively about mansplaining, but (laughs) this was one of my favorite things that's ever happened in reality
0: TV ever. It was the best. It was so iconic. It it really. I loved that it almost got kind of meta and acknowledged that um because I'm pretty sure that Nikki said like usually when we do this we do this after the you know the they've made their decision Mm -hmm. and we're doing this before they even make their decision so she was like literally acknowledging that like on the bachelor when they do or on the bachelorette when they do like a men tell all um it's after the show is said and done and so it's like so that, that was, like, a weird meta moment where she's, like, the, okay, this is the first season of the show. You're saying, usually when we do this, you're acknowledging, like... A, Other shows, you know, yeah. Yeah, it was, like, it was very interesting. I was, like, you're clearly talking but, about The but, but I, I liked this it.
2: Format. It was so yeah. good.
0: So, yeah, basically
2: each woman... Each like each of the final two for each woman. All of the eliminated men got to drag the hell out of them and be like, I "No, these it. are the shitty things this person said. This is how they act. This is the problem." And they
0: literally dragged Garrett to hell. And as they should, as and they said, you know what? I I know nothing about this Matt man except for the fact that he he just constantly came with fire like when he was eliminated Mm -hmm. he said you know what Garrett fuck you I'm going to ruin your life Um, and it was so good we get the story about um garrett saying that he or implying that sarah is a gold digger and that she that she was going to use his money to start her brand um and, and that he would, that have, he to would have to buy her
2: fake to buy her fake boobs and one thing and this doesn't come up again really until like the next episode but the way garrett says oh yeah fake tits fake it just tits. it like the yeah. way he says tits makes yeah. me want to punch him in his stupid smug face so bad like i i don't fake understand tits. what his brought like oh fake tits
0: Shut up. Um, he gets uh, upset. Surprisingly in that this or that uh, TikTok that you were referring to earlier, um, both him and Casey are boob men. So. Which means that they are Republicans. <laughs> um. <laughs> are we
1: shocked? <laughs>
2: I knew that before he even opened his mouth. <laughs> okay, well we knew from Garrett just by looking at I'm him. Sure. Casey, it took a little bit longer to suss that one out. Um but Garrett's really upset because the other men are not being professional in this moment and if he was in their position, he wouldn't be saying shit. Okay, Garrett. This is
0: such a professional environment of the mansplain on a show. Garrett, you've F-O been shirtless Island. for the last three weeks and now we're talking about professionalism. Stop I it. thought I thought I was making this comment about fake tits in confidence. <laughs> I thought it was professional to talk about fake tits. Can I please speak
2: to HR? <laughs> I'd like to speak with your manager. Yeah uh but literally all of the men are like josh is the best and sarah should be with josh he's a great guy he's done no- literally nothing wrong except for being well spoken
0: yeah that was i loved i loved nikki calling that because welcome like welcome really tries it for a second by just being like well you know that hat he's got um well, one time he had a speech in it, and then Mickey's just like, okay. So the worst thing we have on Josh is that he comes prepared. Cool, like, yeah, yes. Call it out, like, yeah. Josh did nothing wrong. Josh um, and then is the, the, a
2: king, and he I deserves better. He's one of my
0: favorites. Um, so the clapping though is so funny. Like, Nikki calls on them to clap for which one of the men they want. <laughs> they want them to pick and one person claps for Garrett I don't even remember who it is some shitty man claps yeah, for some, Garrett some, yeah long one of the long haired white men I can't remember how are we um, supposed to tell them apart yeah and, um, and then uh, everyone else claps for Josh of course uh, that was so good. We also got it was really sad
2: because Sarah's like, you always talk up Casey so much, and I just want you to talk me up the way
0: you talk Casey up. And I was like, oh, my heart. I mean, she's got a point. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And uh Chris, we had the return of Chris, uh, who steps up to the plate and um basically is like, okay, well, Time to time to dig in on Casey and that apparently Casey called CJ a glorified escort, I believe, was what it was.
2: Sorry, we just got a
0: text from Phil who's watching this show that says Chris is a
2: rat floater. (laughs) I mean, he's not right. Literally, (laughs) that was just good timing that it came up. Um,
0: (laughs) it's probably because he could hear me talking about chris he's like chris is a rap floater oh what a dream literally i just
2: you and phil are just such goals oh my god uh okay so yeah casey is horrible and chris Um, goes in on him (laughs)
0: Yeah, and, like, something about... Well, again, we knew we were going to get something from Chris because Chris's whole MO on this show was being, like Phil said, the rap floater. He was the mole. He was literally the mole. Um, And so, uh, yeah, he... Something about fucking bitches in L.A. or something like that. And that also he had a girlfriend. Yeah, apparently he had a girlfriend
2: before. We also find out that Casey said C.J. was a glorified escort. And then Casey's like, I was like operating on incomplete information that I had like heard from someone else. And C.J.'s like, well, where'd you hear it? And he's like, I'm not telling you. And she's like, no, like, this is the point. You have to tell me and we can move past it. He's like, well, it was Garrett. Which was so great because Garrett is instantly Garrett is furious. Yeah. Um. But this is where Casey gets mad too, and he's like, oh, "Me and Garrett are being vilified. I'm yeah. leaving." And it's like you're being vilified because you're, you're the friends. villains. Like yes. you guys suck. This is why there's not a good reaction to you. And he's just so mad that this is happening at all. And the and like there's literally a scene of the producers being like, "Well, why are you walking away? What do you think you're gonna accomplish?" And Casey's like. Like, bah, bah. and they're like "Well, go in and defend yourself and then he goes back <laughs> how long do you think that he was like away from i think the... he was probably gone a good 30 minutes you think i think i think he like did not want to go back and i think the producers had to talk him into it
0: um i always love a good uh you know like fourth wall break mm-hmm. when they show us producers talking um to Me too. Big i love time. that Um. And he comes back and CJ's like, why did you leave? And he's like, I don't like having to defend myself. This is a conversation we can have like in you private. Know, just, and and he's like, well, the whole like, point of this. Thing. Yeah. Well, and, and
2: and CJ's like, well, but you never told me about any of this stuff. And I thought like we'd already talked shit out. But now more is coming up. So like, obviously, like there's like a lack of honesty happening mm-hmm. with Casey in general.
0: Um, I... Even better than when they tried to find some dirt on Josh is when they're asked if anyone has anything bad to say about new Jared. Literally no one said anything, which is funny because he gets like hated on by the remaining F boys later. But like it seems like like, they just think he talks a lot or something.
2: I Well, I think that Garrett and, and Casey are just salty because there was yeah. so much said about them and for well, exactly anyone to have then, nothing said about them.
0: Yeah, when when they feel like they were being vilified, rightfully so, and then the one person that everyone's like, yeah, he's great. <laughs> like yeah. Obviously, they're going to be like, fuck that guy. Well, and
2: because like new Jared, he's great and nice, but also has that heavy F-boy energy. So it's yeah. like they, I feel like they feel more threatened by him.
0: whereas because they're like they're like oh you have like that you have like that kind of um like swagger of mm -hmm. like someone that could be an f-boy that makes like them attractive but also you're you get to proclaim that you're a nice guy which makes him more appealing to cj so like it's like doubly piss off for them so i i can i can definitely understand that um I will say I was not a fan of or of new Jared until I started to see the connection grow with CJ and I just want the best for CJ. So um, well, it they, wasn't until then that I kind of he kind of grew on me. I still the show, did the show
2: did my a favorite, big but. disservice um like for new Jared because they spent his like when he came into the show they really made so much of it about
0: him and OG Jared fighting each other well and- they really had to show how how cr- like cranky and like bratty um OG Jared was as well like because yeah. that ends up being like such a storyline through the whole show is that he's like constantly just being like a pouty like pet petulant child about everything but I guess yeah um I don't know. I yeah, feel but like it was they, weird because he started off being for Nakia. Like we didn't get a lot of that in the show. Of and I think is part of the the structure of it. Like we were saying um, earlier in the podcast about how it. I like that it's three leads and then the same guys through the whole thing. Yeah, it would have been interesting to have to see a little bit more of like switch ups. Um, but again, I think that people just kind of get set on a couple of people and then it just kind of goes from there but yeah um
2: basically the mansplain leaves nikia very upset uh where she's like well i'm just gonna choose money like over anything because she's mad that fernando i guess said he's gonna have 1500 girls in his dms and then og jared is like they're having like issues with each other uh
0: but i I I thought thought it was jared that said he was gonna have 1500. I thought it was Fernando. No. 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 Anthony oh. Anthony called Fernando a hoe. Oh. Which, again, well, I had it. like, whatever. Anthony like, I, who is Anthony? Like, yeah, Anthony was that guy that, it, like, the one guy at the Mentel All that you're like, who is this person? And then they're, like, they're the one that's, like, the most vocal about people. And you're like, I don't even remember you being on the show. That was Anthony. So he called Fernando a hoe. And then Fernando just was, like... You know, like, I'm established, like, I, like, I, you know, I have money now, like, there will always be women around, but there will always be, like, the one or something like that. Yeah, but it was I, it was Jared that said something about 1,500 women in his DMs, and he, like, that comes up for, like, another few days from Nakia, because Nakia is just constantly... I think
2: like out of <laughs> all of these women it seems like nakia has definitely been burned the most in the past and is like very much wanting to make the right decision here because she's had bad experiences dating in the past that's the vibe i get
0: i agree and she even says that a lot where she's like i have a lot of experience with like f boys and all that stuff but like i just feel like she's a broken record with like how she's just like oh like I really don't like this like oh, I can't figure out if he's like really here for me like she's just asking the same question over and over again and by the end of the show I was getting a little tired mm-hmm. Like <laughs> there's a reason why CJ was kind of the star of the women yeah, I was saying to Phil because he's like, which one of the women do you like the most? And I said, uh, I wasn't like super in love with any of them. Like they're, they I found, you know, obviously like the pros and cons of, of yeah. all of them and like they, they all kind of annoyed me at times. Um, but I, I said that I ended the show higher on CJ than I started and I ended the show a little bit lower on Nakia than I started. Yeah. Um, because I just got worn out by her and by can, the end. I also
2: just need to say as well, it's been a while since we watched the first six episodes. I forgot Sarah's name in that time. Like, <laughs> that's that's how that was. Um,
0: well, <laughs> Phil, Phil thinks Sarah looks like a mannequin, so... <laughs> So uh, well,
2: yeah, that's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, she's there. So they have um each of the women they get a twenty four hour date with each of their final two. So first they all went on a date with their nice guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the dates weren't like that notable except Josh and Sarah and CJ and New Jared all, both spent the nights together. Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. and Fernando slept on a cot
0: and for this is when fernando also i i'm pretty sure he also reveals like he hasn't even kissed her at this point because again it's like easy to like forget like what's happened between yeah. people um i was floored when he said that like i wasn't i was like wait you
2: guys haven't even kissed like what is happening here it's like it's like well obviously this guy's not winning like if Nikia yeah. wanted to pick him she would have kissed him which is like why
0: i don't think they, they should have I mean, they always sat in the same seats um, in the eliminations, but like, I do kind of feel like leaving Nakia for last was kind of like anticlimactic because like, there was no yeah. situation where she was ever picking Fernando. There was one thing um, from Sarah and uh, Josh's date that I wanted to comment on, and it's when she says, He can explore my cave. <gasps> and Sarah has this energy where it's like, anytime she says, like, I just feel like if she she makes like a sexual joke, I'm like, it makes me uncomfortable because I feel like it does. It's just not natural. <laughs> See, I
2: Maybe because she's a mannequin. <laughs> I really connected to Sarah in that moment because I feel like that's something I would absolutely do. See, which me is just too. say like the dumbest bullshit ever and then be like, <laughs> why did I say that? Ah!
0: <laughs> no, but that's the thing is like, I would make that joke. But then I'm like, I just feel I just feel like I don't know. again maybe i just think that it wouldn't come out so awkwardly from me but i just felt in that moment i was like oh god (laughs) it was very i need to look away
2: (laughs) an interesting choice as well to have them looking at a bunch of bats in like 2021 um and one peed on josh's face apparently so um, something happened and i don't want to explore it closer um, but yeah, so Fernanda slept on a cot, Josh and Sarah slept together, and CJ and Jared slept together. We don't know if, like, the with Josh and Sarah, we never get co- um
0: confirmed coitus. Coitus, it's, yeah. it's definitely confirmed with CJ it's and implied. Jared. It's implied. It's definitely, yeah, it's definitely confirmed with, um, yeah, with CJ. Because and- after,
2: like, we see the cuddle with CJ and, and new Jared, and CJ's like, are you sure you're not an F boy? Ha, <laughs> ha, ha, ha like okay well we get we get the point
0: yeah and then and then we get like a confessional from Jerry. He's like i got some dog in me i was like oh boy uh, i i don't why did he say did you like miss that, that? no i said I, I
2: heard him say it but i refused yeah. to write it down because i didn't want to perceive it and now you forced me i didn't to even i didn't even it. write it down i just remember i remember it stuck with me it's sometimes you see things on these shows and they just stick with you. Yeah, they do. And that was one of them. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com.
2: It's my little escape.
1: Now Judy's the life of the party.
2: Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon.
1: Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. Judy.
2: And so then that's the end of the penultimate episode. And we go into the finale, which is when the uh, women get their 24 hour dates with their F boys.
0: And it's really interesting because they leave these dates with the nice guys being like, Oh, God, because it's like they just they just enjoyed themselves. They're like, mm-hmm. that was that was great. That was awesome. Like, I kind of want to remember this feeling. But then they just know they're like, oh, God, I know I'm like, they're all kind of mad and like fed up with these guys at this point, especially after the mansplain where pretty much all of them got completely dunked on. Yeah. Um, And they're just like, but they know they're like, oh, God, they're they're going to finesse me again. Like, it's going to happen <laughs> They're just dreading that, like, that toxic air just sweeping them back up. Well, and, and, like,
2: CJ at
0: one point is like, I don't even want to go. Yeah. Like, she had so much fun with Jared. I think that, um, see, like, we see this a lot with CJ is like, she kind of makes her, she, she sets her sights on someone and then she has a hard time, like, entertaining somebody else. And I think this is where we start to see, um, that she's, especially after spending the night with uh, with Jared and, you know, he's got some dog in him. Uh, got <laughs> he's got some dog. In- well, and I think that it's the other thing, too, where, like,
2: CJ's last impression of Casey is him being, like, a child. Yeah. And her last impression of uh, new Jared is him uh, impressing
0: her in the bedroom. Yeah. And she talks through that whole date with Jared about how he's like and that's the whole storyline that he's like a man and that like you know Casey's a boy. Casey's a boy. Um so but I, we see this a lot with CJ where I think she just gets like she she gets her sights set on someone and she kind of is like has made a decision in that time until she gets swept up again by by uh yeah, Casey. So she knows it, it's like she she senses it's going to happen but she's like if he gets long enough, then I'm going to start, like, letting down, like, my yeah. walls with him again. And she doesn't want to do that because she knows it's bad for her. Exactly. Um, exactly. Because you even see it on the date where, we like, the first, like, I don't, we have no concept of how much time it was. But, like, the first bit of the date was very, very uncomfortable. And she, like, very quiet with him. Like, she doesn't, like, she's not giving him much. She's
2: clearly upset
0: with him. Like, yeah. definitely. Um
2: the garrett and sarah date were um, <laughs> you
0: trying to remember her name again <laughs> no i'm just like uh i don't want to talk about it. again it's like they have like an adventurous date they do the water jet pack thing and and like, can i just say no thank you no, definitely nothing. It sounded terrible because she she was, like, getting, like, water up her nose, and like, choking on water. I'm yeah. like, no, that is not what I See, want to See, and Garrett's, like, I'm so impressed because yeah. he wants
2: her to be used to not being able to breathe when he's around because he wants to choke <gasps> her. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, Jesus. Garrett, if you're listening, can you just at least learn how? That is all I ask. Garrett's not,
2: Garrett is not listening. Mm. after like he got dragged He's to, to then, enough he mm. might he might be one of those people that whatever his Garrett name. if you're listening I fucking hate you go away <laughs> stop listening you're trash you're yeah. a bad person and I don't <laughs> like you i sorry <laughs> the worst man I've ever f seen boy f off <laughs> that is exactly exactly um, um, um but yeah that
0: date was not for me um and And another thing that pissed me off about this was, like, Sarah, like, literally acknowledges that she wants Garrett as a project. And I'm just like, I am running out of patience with you, woman, because you are, (laughs) you are literally (laughs) outlining what you say you don't want. Like, you're (laughs) saying. I'm sorry. Like you're
2: trying, you want to build a business. You, that's a project. That's you a don't job. need a man to be your project on no. top of it. Stop it. It's, I'm it's, sick of you woman. I'm <laughs> <am> so tired <laughs> of her.
0: Shit. I love so. you so much. Jenny. <laughs> that broke me. That, that broke me. Um, and then, Yeah, they're all pissing me off at this point, actually, (laughs) because CJ even says she's rooting for Kate. She's like, Casey needs to say something that's going to make her feel feel differently and that she's rooting for him to do this. He's like, you're acknowledging that all it takes is for him to say the right thing, which Mm -hmm. anyone can do. Like, I
2: think um, I think it's the thing where, like. Sometimes your feelings get hurt and sometimes your ego gets hurt. And she wants like that ego feeling of him, like trying to fix things and wanting her more than like actually wanting him is the vibe that I get.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I just it's just frustrating because like they they talk so much about like. You know, people being all talk and like their actions not like you know matching their words, and like she's literally acknowledging that she, that all Casey is need, is gonna need to do is say the right thing, and she'll like feel differently, and that she's actually rooting for it. It's like, well, you're just like you're just waiting, you're you're waiting for him to play you then, like you're you you're just like going down the same road all over again because it's gonna be there's gonna always be a next thing, but. Anyway, she she redeems herself. It's It's a
2: problem. It's (laughs) fine. I was
0: mad in the moment. I was like CJ,
2: like CJ, what are you doing? Like stop this. Um, I have nothing to say about the the Fernando and. Not Fernando. um am the the OG Jared and nikki of it all. Because like I don't understand when they like fell in love. Apparently, like I remember him saying at one point, "Oh, I'm like falling for you." I don't remember yeah. him ever saying, "I love you." This and then in this I was whole batch, last time, yeah, this whole batch was like, "Oh, I love you." Yeah, I love you. But like, and she's like, "Well, you haven't asked me any questions." And then he's like, "Oh, but I love you." And it's like, you're saying nothing. I don't know when on this date they like resolved this issue.
0: No, I know, and, like, I feel like this happens a million times between them, where, like, they're, they're in a bad place, and then all of a sudden they're okay, and they're it's cuddling. weird. Yeah. I was like, like, what? I'm Like, and their conversations are just so cyclical, and this is this- what I mean about, like, Nakia, like, exhausting mm-hmm. me, because she asks, when she's, like, in a confessional, she, like, asks the right questions, is, like, you know, like, at one point she's like, is he pretending to be deep? And I'm like, yes he is on and like this date gets tired and then just decides like, Oh, I'm tired of arguing with this guy. I'm just going to cuddle with him. Cause it feels nice on this date. They talk about
2: how nice it is to finally meet someone who actually understands how weird they are. Oh, I and I'm hate like, that. what are you talking about? Like, this has never come up before. It came out of completely nowhere. It doesn't make any sense, but apparently they're both just like really weird. Quirky. and it's like, like, Someone
0: finally gets them. I I this is one of my biggest pet peeves is when people are like I'm just like really weird and it's like no one
2: gets me especially on okay. these shows like Scally and I've talked about on Love Island a hundred times. We're going to be like the most beautiful person in the world who is like on paper like everything that is quote unquote normal and like unrealistic standards that everyone else tries to adhere to and they're like I'm just like weird i'm a dork and it's like I'm no goofy. you're not go away stop yeah. it like enough yeah. enough. It, it really really annoys like, me. i have I like, no this patience so
0: cringe i have no patience
2: <laughs> for hot people being like nobody gets me yeah stop it
0: Oh, your life is hard
2: oh it's so hard being so hot that you get cast on reality tv for being hot <laughs> like
0: geez, louise I, yeah but again like in this conversation i truly missed where uh they were okay I, I i and i'm
2: right there with you because i don't think they showed it to us
0: yeah and I but I will say that like the um the going in circles like argument style of their conversation is like one of the more realistic parts of this show um it's very very frustrating and it's confusing and you're like how did this get resolved but there's like a part of it that's like that is kind of like how things can go sometimes where it's just like not every argument is like a you know like I say this piece like it's not a well edited kind of conversation so I as much as it was so maddening to watch and very confusing to understand like when things got resolved or Mm -hmm. how um it did feel like one of the more real parts of the show
2: yes 100 percent. oh and she got him dancing oh yeah and because and he's got moves even though like he He doesn't really like to dance i don't know whatever i i don't care so as they're preparing for the final decision nikki comes in and is like while there is money at risk, and like it is easier to get the money if you pick a nice guy, just so you know, a lot There's easier. Lots, of,
0: lots, lots of hinting. Um. Oh, can we rewind real yeah, quickly about um? Just because I I can't forget this. This is one of the most memorable parts of these last four episodes for me. Um, when after the dates were said and done. So after the F boy dates are over and they come back, the guys come back to, and the, the six of them are all talking. And like um Casey was talking about like, oh yeah, like we, we, cause Casey, cause uh, CJ ends up sending Casey to the cot. Yeah. And then, and then she comes back and it's like, oh, he come, looks yeah. so sad. So then when he goes back, um, He's basically like, oh, yeah, we did some early morning cardio. And then Jared goes, so, oh, you did some cardio? So how's my dick taste? And when my soul left my body. I...
2: I I That was like the one thing in all of the episodes where I was like, "New Jared, like, where did this come from? What are you talking about? about. And he, he
0: told you he's got some dog in him. Well, you can't <laughs> say that. <laughs> yes, you can. And he did. And I couldn't believe it, but it, it happened. And wow. Like, I was just like, I, it took me a moment to process it because I was like that. Did I just hear that? Did yeah. he literally just say, How, how's my how's dick my taste? Dick and taste on my, he said." Yeah,
2: and and he, he's it such it a happens. nice guy. He's a nice guy with a tasty dick. Well, we didn't actually get an answer from Casey, so That's we don't true, know for but, sure. I mean, did, we kind of got an answer. <laughs> she, she did pick him. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, moving on, we end up at the final like elimination, and we finally find out what it means, like how they get the money. So if you pick a nice guy, you get a $100,000 to share with him, and you start your relationship and have a beautiful life together. But if you pick an F-boy, the power shifts, and the man gets to decide if they want to share a $100,000 with you or keep it all for themselves. It's a fun way to have it chosen. I I was really happy to hear this, actually. Because...
0: I, I mean, like, they go into this obviously already having, like, their decision made because, I mean, <laughs> it's a pretty big decision. And yeah. I don't think that they're, like, getting to the, the ceremony and then just being like, oh, well, with this new information, I am totally, like, yeah. like ultimately it's not going to change the, their decision. But it, it adds a very interesting wrinkle. And I'm assuming by the way that this went. That the men had to basically like submit what yes, the plan the, was beforehand. The boys had to submit
2: it ahead of time um, without knowing had, whether they, they, had they were to, even going to be picked. Yeah, they yeah. had to lock in
0: what they would do if they were picked, which I appreciate because I didn't want um, if someone truly like had that in them. I didn't want them after being picked to soften yeah. and be like. Like, listen, if you're if you're dick enough to, like, make a decision like the day of or whenever they had Mm -hmm. to, like, you know, lock it in. It's like I don't want you in the moment when everyone's around and you don't want to look like a dick anymore for you to, like, go back on it. So I'm glad that they had to lock it in.
2: Yes. So first up, we had CJ and she
0: picked new Jared. I was so relief it was such (laughs) a relief i was really really surprised honestly because um how she was talking like when when she you know like what she said about jared she's like oh you exceeded my expectations you got such a big heart you really build me up and then she goes casey is just like you made like you made her grow he made her grow and like we grew together and Mm. like i was like oh shit and i was like I think this, like, it, the the way she said it, I really thought that she was going to pick Casey because I thought it was going to be like, you know what, like, Jared, you're great, like, you make me feel really good about myself, but, like, I need someone who's going to, like, you know, cause me to, like, confront these things in myself and yeah. like cause me to grow and all that stuff so I really was like fuck she's totally picking Casey also the juxtaposition of the two of them standing next to each other Jared's in like this nice suit and Casey's in like a wrinkly shirt and like an elastic band pants like yeah, again it, not it just, just goes to show from it just goes
2: to show you've got a man and you've got a boy exactly uh, and she chose the man and yeah, to be I fair know. Casey did act pretty nice about it like he was definitely he, upset but he didn't cry and he he had locked in that he would have shared the money. So, yeah, technically, I, he's a reformed F boy. But based on social media, I don't think that's Doug.
0: Well, I also think that, like, this it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, this experience, like, really changed me and I grew from it. And it's like, but you didn't get validated by, like, winning the girl. So, like, you're just going to, like, go hang out in L.A. or wh- wherever with Garrett, uh, Garrett and, like what a terrible influence. Like Casey is one of those people. Okay. Here, here's the thing. I found out that Casey is a Libra. Um, and I think that, (laughs) I think that he can kind of like take on, uh, the energy of like who he's with. And, um, like, you know, CJ can bring some good qualities out of him. And then you leave him off to his own devices with Garrett and Garrett poisons him (laughs) and just brings all of the worst parts out of him. And, you know, amplifies them even more I, this is not to say that I think Casey is a great person at all but I don't think he, he's definitely not as bad as Garrett he's not as I do bad think that, as Garrett yeah. I think he's emotional
2: I think he's young mm-hmm. I think that he has a long way to go but he's not Garrett
0: no but he's the kind of person that like will become more like a Garrett the more time yes. he spends with him exactly speaking of Garrett um, Sarah's next and she picks Garrett, at this moment, before, like, literally the the minute that his name left her lips, I texted you in all caps. (laughs) Sarah is a dumb bitch. I couldn't I, be- I
2: couldn't believe it because I feel like her date with Josh went so well. And it seemed like I feel like they had a good time when they spent the night together. Josh is like a gentleman stay the night. He's like, actually like, from the same place as her, so they could hang out after the fact and yeah. it wouldn't be weird. Um but she picks Garrett because finally Garrett on this last date said what she needed to hear. Which like, yeah, she told him a hundred times what she needed to hear. So finally he said it because he wants to win. And Josh was, like, very clearly upset by this, but he was a gentleman. He didn't really say too much
0: about Garrett. Well, we didn't get the goodbye, um, which we got with the other two guys that got let go. Um, I think but Josh he, was like, really upset about it. No, and I understand because he went into this. He literally says, like, he went into this thinking he was going to be picked. And I don't blame him. Like, Garrett how does this woman keep going back to Garrett? This is so insane to me. He's, um, gosh, he's so bad. Yeah, so I, I really, it hurt my heart for Josh because, um, you know, he takes his hat back and, and, and walks away. Oh, it
2: hurt. It hurt too much. And yeah. Garrett, we now find out about his locked-in decision. He took the money. It's just a game to him. The relationship's over. And Sarah's face, it's the first time she's ever emoted in this entire season. <laughs> she's horrified. She doesn't feel yeah. good. Um, he said, I, I, I love don't the- see a future out- with you outside of this experience. Sorry.
0: Um, this was, like, an incredible reality TV. Movie. Like, as much as, I, like, I... I hate this man with every piece of uh, like every cell in my body, but um I loved that this happened because it was one of the most iconic television moments I've ever watched I was screaming this is what was like making Phil be like I have to watch this show because I was like ah I lost Um, my mind I was losing my mind and I loved the other women going in on him being like CJ was like oh my god you're an asshole you're such a dick
2: Kias like you are so lucky that this is Sarah and not me Sarah's like fuck off like shut the fuck up like you need to stop and so he goes and like sits down by himself and Sarah gets to go stand with CJ and new Jared. Go stand with your friends. It's so sad, but funny. And Nikki's pissed too. Like everyone's had,
0: had, you can tell Nikki can't stand this ain't shit ass man. Like it's so good. Yeah. Ain't shit. He ain't
2: shit. Um, so, then we go to Nakia. Nakia picks OG Jared, which, of course, she never even she, kissed Fernando. Like, it was obviously going to be Yeah, him. and she
0: also, she basically spo- if if even a part of you, like, was maybe wondering, like, she basically spoils that she's picking him because after the whole um, thing with Garrett happens she's like oh my god I'm nervous now now I'm nervous it's like well why would you be nervous like yeah if you're gonna choose a nice guy you wouldn't be nervous (laughs) you're guaranteed to get money so clearly you're picking Jared but we all knew that anyway
2: yeah and so she picks OG Jared and and Jared and says that she loves him as well and uh, OG Jared says I got the best of both worlds ugh (laughs) <laughs> Why? I Why did he my thing like, uh, I don't know. It was, but uh he splits the money.
0: I just feel like I really again so I, I feel like am I blacking out at parts of these episodes and missing no, they something? they did show it. They they did not show <sighs> Or, like, because maybe I, if you
2: went back and watched it knowing what happened, you would see more of, like, right. little moments. But, like, yeah. they, at no point were they, like, oh, yeah, O.G. Jared is the front runner. Like, I, it came out of nowhere.
0: And, like, I feel like we, I feel like I brought this up in the last episode. Um, but they, He didn't ever really say, I love you or I'm in love with you. He said, I'm falling for you. Mm -hmm. He didn't even say the L word. And then that got kind of implied. And then it just sort of became a thing where like Nakia started saying like, oh, well, you apparently like are falling in love with me or you love me. And I'm like, I still don't think that he had actually ever said that. And then it was like just kind of like it became a thing because it got made into a thing. Yeah exactly and so i'm like her being like oh i love you too it's just like i don't even think he was really intending to say that like yeah. i think that he was just saying he was like falling for her but he didn't Literally. even say the word love and he i he even tried to like backpedal on that when he was explaining it to the guys were like oh how are you in love with her already you don't even know her and he's like well i mean like i'm falling like i could, like, I could, could maybe one day yeah potentially see like, myself like, maybe falling in love with her Which, like, don't say that then either, but he literally didn't say the L word, so I don't know. That whole relationship confused me. It was a mystery to me.
2: Yeah. But now we get the end of the episode and one of the most iconic moments in all of reality TV forever, okay? And I'm saying that confidently with my whole chest, and I will stand by that. So now Garrett steps up, and Nikki is like, here's the thing. You won. You did what you had to do, but I hate to see an F-boy win. You do not get the $100,000. That money will be going to charity. And it will be going to the charity of Sarah's Choice.
0: Fucking mic drop.
2: <gasps> Iconic.
0: So good.
2: I loved it. I loved it so much. And then Garrett's like, usually being an F-boy is a sprint. But this time it was a marathon. And it was a game. And I won the game. And then he has to hold up the big like check that says, Charity of Sarah's Choice. <laughs>
0: but i love that he like in that moment he's literally still celebrating like he, like the money he didn't need he the money he didn't even need the money he just wanted to fuck over he's, a woman and he's fine listen he's paid for multiple women's uh fake tits and veneers he's so he clearly does not bitcoin. need this money he's got yeah, a lot of he's, bitcoin according yeah. to colin latchford so <laughs> i guess he's fine he's doing fine he doesn't I mean the the 100 grand would have been nice but like he doesn't need it so oh,
2: must be nice buddy like go yeah. to hell
0: that's the worst thing anyone could say to me is like oh i don't need a hundred thousand dollars shut up yeah. i need a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> He's just the worst in every facet.
2: He sucks so bad.
0: Celebrating with a check for a charity that he had enough that if he wasn't to to him, it. they would have never he would have never chosen to give this money to charity. Yeah, that's right. Acting like it was a check with his name on it. Like he's still celebrating I'm like this man's ego. Cannot be beaten. Like, there's no universe where he loses anything. Well,
2: and it just makes sense that his ex got removed from the challenge for her past problematic behavior. That's all I have to say about that. Whoop. Um, but they suck. Uh, he <laughs> they sucks. Suck. Uh, OG Jarrett says that he's a reformed F boy. He's not a nice guy, but he's a good guy. And Sarah leaves things by saying she feels awful that she let Josh walk away. And, but she has the love story of finding herself, which I didn't personally see over these 10 mm.
0: episodes, but no. I guess it happened. Like, when did that happen in, like, the last moment where she realized, oh, I really made a dumb decision. I should learn from this. I like, did like when she was like, well, I don't feel great, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, no shit. I'm sorry. I just have a hard time, like, being like, good for you, Sarah. You learned. When she literally made this decision with every possible red flag, like, She knew everyone told her what Garrett had said about
2: her, what he had said about CJ, how he acts. She had all of the information to know that he is garbage. Like, whole man disposal services. Can you take a same day order? Like, get rid of him. But no, she's like, I picked Garrett. I see a future with this man. Mm -mm." And it's not even like,
0: and it's not even like the other guy she had, like, a Nakia and Fernando type relationship with, like she had a genuine like connection with Josh. Like he stayed the night. Like he, like it. It's just like I, if I were Josh, I would be so, like so bitter, being like this is this is what you like threw me away for. This like is who you're you an idiot. You deserve this. Like,
2: mm, yeah, not good. Um, but it was iconic and I did enjoy that he did not get the money. Now, in the future, I feel like either they had to start filming the new season before this aired Mm. or they're going to have to change it up in some way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I that that's the big question is like, how do you, how do you do this show again? without the thankful part
2: is that i feel like the people in the casting pools for this show probably haven't watched it and don't know so that's also a possibility where they could just do exactly the same thing and no one would even know
0: or they just do the exact same thing and they just don't reveal um like who's an boy and who's a nice guy yeah yeah that's and they literally just go into the finale with possibly two F boys. Um, Stressful. Oh, my God. Yeah.
2: Um.
0: I did solicit
2: some questions from the Rob Has Awesome Patrons Facebook yeah. page. Should we, should we discuss a couple of those? Let's do it. So... Uh, I don't feel like looking into which couples are still together. I think CJ and New Jarrett are still together, but I have
0: no idea about Nikki and OG Jared. So we're gonna skip that question. The only two people I have followed from the show, and I only did it earlier, was Casey and Garrett. Which that's again, embarrassing. You need you need to make better choices. I wanted to see if they were hanging out because the end of the finale, they show the the picture of the two of them like in the airport with their masks on, and they were like, Garrett couldn't afford to like. M- like move Casey in with him. So like they never saw each other again. And I said, I call bullshit. Oh I bet you they're God. together right now. So I went to Instagram to see if it was true. And of course it was true. I
2: bet they're together right now. Um, so Samantha proud asks, what was the point of Limbro?
0: It was to reform um, the F boys. Samantha. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I'm not too mad at Limbro. I mean, I don't believe that they were actually sleeping no, out there or anything like that. But I thought that it was, like, a nice way to give us some content with the um, eliminated men um, besides just, like, having them all be strangers when they come back to the mansplain. And only a couple of them were complete strangers to me. Um, And, I mean, like, again, we had to get that, like, without the Limbro content, we wouldn't have gotten the lead up of. Casey, you know, in his therapy sessions with Nikki, really realizing that he, you know, truly was there for for CJ and couldn't stop thinking about her and and needed to break out of Limbro. So, I mean, they didn't need to spend too much time on it, but I don't I feel like it was a reasonable it was like a nice little like fun way to start each episode when they would do that. They didn't they didn't. I don't know. It wasn't I I don't have any um, real qualms with the Limbro of it all. Uh, and I'd I did agree. like the fun little moments where, like the the nice guy grotto, like was yeah. looking overlooking, and they would kind of like talk shit at each other.
2: Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Um. Susie Ann wants to know how should we fight the dreaded Garrett? And I, you just gotta <sighs> run.
0: Now is this like okay? Is this like uh like a hypothetical like? question in terms of like how do we fight the Garrett's of the world like or how do we literally as us um, b- fight the Garrett
2: okay. like do well are we fighting okay. him so if it's the Garrett who's on the show the way we fight him is by making him irrelevant we I will never talk about this man again after this podcast yeah he's and, dead after this and we should all agree to that and irrelevant I will, I will unfollow thank you <laughs> finally oh my I, god I, just, I wanted to th- to see, in case I needed to pull it up for any intel. Well, anyways, we 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 do not give him any relevance after yep. this point, and we don't give his ex girlfriend Lauren any relevance either because she suks too. Yep. Um, but if it's like the I guts, already wasn't giving her any relevance. Well, yeah, that's though. true. Um, If it's the Garrett's of the world, like that's hard because when you are trying to date and get in relationships, you kind of have to just be vulnerable and take people at their word. And that might mean that an F boy could uh, take advantage of you. But I think you just have to keep an eye out for the red flags and try not to get your blinders
0: on too much. I agree. Yeah, I, I mean, it's uh, it's it's hard to say because like. We were we were pa- we had Garrett packaged from the beginning knowing that he was an f boy. He was one yeah. of the few people that we you know, knew and it knew. makes sense
2: now why they showed him so badly the whole time.
0: Yeah. Um but you know what we, I have definitely made some terrible choices. Um, and and that's the thing that, like, has been discussed through this whole show is, like, the issue with the F-boys is that, like, they often do know what to say to yeah. make themselves appear differently. So um, I think, I don't know, listen to your gut. Just, yeah, trust your gut. Yeah. Um,
2: Danielle Reed asks, uh, do we think that any of the women are actually F-girls? And I think CJ might be a little bit.
0: I think CJ has a little bit of it in her. Either she, you know, she was in the past or, um, you know, I I mean, I definitely saw like literally in the premiere that one guy that called her toxic. um, And then she got like really, really like mad and defensive about it. But like she says a lot of stuff that kind of aligns with that. Yeah. Sort of energy. Um, And so I think that she she maybe has a little bit of F girl in in her, but I mean, she's the only one that left with a nice guy. So, and you know what? Maybe more she's more power
2: to her. Honestly, yeah.
0: I came out really liking her. Honestly, it it yeah, like she grew on me a lot. Um, I don't know. There was something, that, something just wasn't working for me at first, but I came out of it like a lot higher on her.
2: Yeah, I, I like her a lot. Uh, I probably won't follow her on Instagram, but, like, if she shows up on my Explore page, I'm not going to be mad about it. Right. Yeah. Um. The la- last question, Um. Samantha Proud again asks, how the heck did Sarah fall for Garrett's act? And I feel like we don't know. I-, I don't understand.
0: I really just, I mean, I could see her keeping him around for you know, a while, um maybe knowing that like it was maybe making for a good TV product and, you know, her just being attracted to him. Um I truly cannot forgive this final decision. No, I, <laughs> I cannot get behind it, especially right after Nikki. I mean, again, I don't think that they were going to change their minds after Nikki revealed this, but I but just, Josh was so good, and they had so much
2: fun together, and they are from the same place. I don't know. And also, just, like, Sarah and Garrett next to each other just doesn't look right to me. No. Just doesn't look right.
0: And literally, all, Sarah, all that Sarah said about um, Josh is that they had a nine-year age difference. That was, like, the only criticism she had of him.
2: Which, like, fair enough,
0: but... And, I mean in some cases like it can be a problem, but like not always. Yeah. And I don't know. Anyways. I don't get it. It I was I, so frustrating. I wish I could understand.
2: I wish that I could have seen <sighs> it coming, but I really didn't. Um but at least he didn't get any money. Good good for Yes.
0: Good that, for that. I would have I would have had a hard time. I'm sure he got some sort of uh, payment. for Well, his, I'm sure they his all got sty pens for yeah. being on the show. But I'm glad that he didn't win. If Sarah wasn't gonna walk with walk away, I'm glad that they didn't just give the money to Sarah. the The, the best thing yeah. happened. The money went to charity, and Sarah got say in what like charity it was. That's Yeah, great. because
2: if she had just gotten rewarded by getting all of the money, then that wouldn't have been fair. No, either. that so, would yeah. I'm glad you they cannot didn't do that.
0: reward her terrible choices literally so we say we can't trust you to make good life decisions for yourself so we're not going to give you this money you are not going to spend it properly instead we will give it to charity
2: exactly egg exactly um but i think that's it i think we've covered F Boy island season one do you have anything else you want to add jenny
0: I I don't think so. I just um I was kind of getting like a little worn out once I felt like you know we were getting down to the final guys and I thought it was kind of dragging. Um, and then when we got to when we got to the mansplain, like everything picked up. The finale delivered. I feel like so rarely does like a show like this really deliver on the finale, and it was just probably one of the most iconic hours of TV that I've ever watched, literally. Um, and it has been an absolute joy being able to podcast this with you because I loved the show and I would love talking to you even if I didn't love the show. So Literally. it was like a win-win. A win-win
2: for me as well. Loved yeah. talking to you. Loved watching this show. Uh, it was so much fun and we definitely like, here's the thing is it's like, obviously you and I are friends. So we talk outside of the podcast on a pretty regular basis. Yes. But
0: it's also nice to podcast together. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like, we could just it's not like we need to have like a podcast opportunity right. just to hang out and talk, but I want that
2: too. <laughs> yeah. I I want both. Like yeah. I, I want both. I want to, I want to spend the pre-show telling you about what a disaster my personal life is. And then I want to spend the podcast talking about the show. It's perfect. It's exactly. a perfect co- combination. And I we want the relationship and the money. Okay. <laughs> yes, that's right. Okay. And I wouldn't want to have talked about the show with anybody else, Aww, but we're done. We're done now. Sadly. So Jenny, where can people find you if they want to hear more from you?
0: you can find me on social media at Jenny Autumn um, I am now that this is uh, ended and sexy beast has ended my, my podcasting has calmed down a little bit um, and uh, just kind of seeing out the end of Big Brother 23 um, I was on the recap the other night or that was literally yesterday uh, time is a social construct and <laughs> so um, yeah feel free to check me out on social media if you're not following me already at Jenny Autumn and yeah, I guess Surviv- survivor starting. I don't know what I, I don't know. I, it feels so weird that like there's the survivor season happening soon. I don't know. I'm not ready for it my head to be it. honest.
2: I really don't feel ready. Uh, it's eh, I don't know.
0: Uh, I, don't I know. hope it's good. I I'm gonna you know go into the season with uh, a fresh perspective, I guess, or something. I don't know. Okay. Well, um, I hope it's good. Um, I'll I'm happy for best. everyone who's excited.
2: Yeah, me too. Um, and if people want to hear more from me, you can follow me everywhere at Kirsten said what um, I was also just on a, a BB recap last week. Um, but you can also catch me uh, covering Riverdale each week on Kowski cast. That's cow with a K as well as talking about Bojack horseman every week on my rewatch podcast with Lindsay Wilson, Bojack Horsepod. please check that out. And then you can follow me everywhere at Kirsten said what, including twitch.tv slash Kirsten said what, but FBoy Island is over, and maybe we'll see you in the future, maybe we won't. But until then, love you, bye!
1: 18 plus.